The views expressed on the following show may not be those of the hosts, guests, or WSPN Skidmore Radio. Talk Saratoga is produced by Saratoga Broadcasting Incorporated and may not be reproduced in part or in whole unless expressed written approval is given. Now, here are the hosts of Talk Saratoga, Rick Thompson and a Saratoga All-Star. The views expressed on the following show may not be those of the hosts, guests, or WSPN Skidmore Radio. Talk Saratoga is produced by Saratoga Broadcasting Incorporated and may not be reproduced in part or in whole unless expressed written approval is given. Now, here are the hosts of Talk Saratoga, Rick Thompson and a Saratoga All-Star. Good morning and welcome to Talk Saratoga. I'm your host, Rick Thompson. I'm glad you're with us today. And we do have a Saratoga All-Star with us, Lois Celeste, who is the director of the Saratoga Springs Senior Center on West Avenue in Saratoga Springs. And they moved from um, their original building to right next to the Y, a brand new, beautiful building. It's much larger and Lois was telling me how many uh, members they, they've got, and uh, it's amazing. I think they were outgrowing at the seams, the, uh, the old building. And, um, you know, that worked out well, Lois, when they first started. And uh, by, by four or five older gentlemen who like to play poker on two nights a week, and Bob Gass started the senior center, so they had a place to play. But... Uh, you really moved the, the center in, in the right direction, and it's we could probably do three shows on all the programs you have and the things that you do, and I want to congratulate you, first of all, for you've done so much to get the center where it is today, and you are the driving force behind that. I know there's a lot of help and volunteers, but, uh, you know, good morning. Good morning, Rick. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm glad you're here. We, we've got so much to talk about. Um, right, let's talk first about the new building and, you know, the, the, uh, what you had to do to get out of the old one and, and get into the new one. So, actually, as you were doing an introduction, I realized that next year is our 70th anniversary as an agency. Okay. So, it's very exciting, the, the evolution of how we got to where we are. Obviously, the older adult population is just booming still, and it's going to be for many, many years. Um, I've been with the center for 14 years now and was part of the 5 William Street building that housed our population for like 50 years. So it was a great home to everybody. But, you know, we had a challenge probably five, six years ago as a board to decide were we going to stay in this space or we're going, were we going to continue to expand to meet the needs of this growing population, both in programs and services? And so the board was very supportive of this. It took a lot of work to even get to putting shovels in the ground, um, a lot of exploration, uh, different properties, talking to many people in the community. And then, of course, COVID hit. Yeah. 
and there were a lot of different issues going around town. And, you know, I got a call one day from Bill Dake who said, okay, Lois, here we go. And let, let you know, let's not screw this up. Let's get it done the for ground. the community. And that was the start of this project. There was some initial urgency to it, to, you know, the why came on board. We had already been having conversations with them. Um, there were a lot of people that made this happen. So we went shovels in the ground in June, and the following August we moved. And it was quite the project. Um, it, it's beautiful. It's exciting. It's a project. It's something for our community. Just as you referenced Bob Gass, um, you know, many years ago, back in the very early 70s, it, there, the senior center existed. It was a Golden Age Club mm -hmm. long ago over on West Circular Street. Right. And they had a building. And then, you know, the powers that be, some other generation decided they needed another space and more space. And they built 5 William Street. Right. And they were fortunate the city built that for them. And it was a city-owned building because I know every time that we had to do something, had to go through the city. Yeah, it was it, it was a unique collaboration. I think that Skidmore, we're on Skidmore's radio station, right. their MDOCS program actually did a history for us okay. and dug back into all of those that information. And what they found was that this Golden Age Club owned a house on West, West Circular. Right. They sold it and agreed to give that money to the city. Correct. And the city, Bob Gass, applied for some HUD funding and things like that. Mm -hmm. And together, they did a capital campaign, the, the not-for-profit, okay. with the city. And the city donated property. And the city donated a lot over the years. They, they took care of the building. They took care of the grounds. Right. They owned the building. But it was still its own not-for-profit. Yeah. So it was, a you know, I can only imagine what happened 70 years ago sure. when some folks decided they needed this for this community. And then what happened, you know, 50, 60, 50 years ago or so when they wanted to build that building. And I, I kind of think, okay, did they think the city would help take care of the older adult population, which they did for many years, and they still support it. Um, and, you know, I think we had to try to find a good partner we have a 30-year rent-free lease at the YMCA. Um, we had a rent-free lease before with the city, so I didn't want to burden an agency. Right. So Bill helped negotiate, Bill Dake, and the, you know they helped negotiate that. And the Y is a great partner, and it's really exciting. I hope this is the next home for generations right. to come. Right. And, you know, we were talking before the show that and this is life. I mean, it's nothing special to the center, but there's a lot of people that um, hate change or don't like change. I shouldn't say hate. They don't like change. I mean, I'm on the board of a credit union, and we, we have a branch up on um, Geyser Road, a beautiful building with a drive through And people complain where we are in 34 Division that there's no parking. But yet... They want to keep that building, and it's like, it, it, you know, people don't like change, but there's so much more. I mean, it, it's like an entirely different world there because there's so much to offer and more programs, more beneficial things for the seniors. So I, you know, there were so many on your website, you had pictures of the rooms uh, one time, and, and I, it's unbelievable. Yeah, you need to come over and see it. Yeah, I will. If it's, I, 
It's beautiful. We doubled the square footage. Mm -hmm. Well, almost. We went from 7,500 to 14,000. Okay. Um, a lot of people, a lot of volunteers, a lot of donors in the community. Um, the Dakes really kicked it off, but a lot of donors in the community helped us to get where we were. And it's a beautiful building. Is it flawless? No. Well. You know, I, I was told by the architect early on, if you think no matter how detail-oriented you are, no matter how hard you try, you'll never get everything exactly as it is. So, yes, are there some things we probably could have done a little differently? Maybe. But it's beautiful. And the space is wonderful. And the saying, if you build, they will come. Sure. They certainly have. We're trying... We haven't changed any programs. It took a while to get the lunch program up and running again. That was just about getting Department of Health uh, certain approves, approves the for the kitchen. Yeah. Um, but that's back up and running again. We really haven't eliminated anything. We haven't changed any of the financial structure. We didn't do anything. We've just expanded everything. So change is hard. Yep. Some people are struggling with it. But the majority, and I mean the majority, yeah, love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there, there's a few that always have a tough time with change. Yeah, it's okay. Now, you mentioned the lunch program. Is that with the uh, Office of City Aging where they have the lunch every day? Yeah. Okay, the county great. still does the free lunch program uh, Monday through Friday. Yeah. Is Sandy still working? She is. She is. Yeah. Man, she ought to retire. She's been there a long time. She's still, you know, she's yeah, done well, a lot. Yeah, that's good. For the, no, for she's done population. a lot for uh, office city aging. She really has. But, um, you know, she's been there. My gosh, she's been there quite a while. She which has. is good in a way because she knows her. She knows her work, you know. But uh, let's um, talk about some of the programs that you have. I know you, you were saying every month uh, there's some changes, but there's some pretty regular uh, programs too. That, that are offered. Yeah, you know, we always try to be something for everybody, right? I mean, mm -hmm. again, we're sitting here at Skidmore. The vision, I think, even in the old center and what we built here, was to have this be like a college campus hub mm -hmm. for older adults mm -hmm. and to have it be almost their building. So we, what we know coming out of COVID is social isolation is horrible. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And dangerous and so hard on your health. Um, it's just, we know this now. And we've always known this doing what we do, but I think everybody understands now what it's like as an older adult to possibly have lost every, you know, many, many people in your life, your partners, your family, your friends, friends yeah. everybody, to lose your ability to drive. Some people lose their sight. Some people lose their hearing. Some are struggling with their losing their homes, their ability, you know, their health. So there's so much loss that happens with this population. But um, you know, so si social isolation. Oftentimes they live at home alone, and and they're not talking to anybody throughout the day. Right. Maybe a call, phone call. So to come into this place is critical. Some people want to come in and do all their arts because that's what they used mm -hmm. to do. Some people want to come in and still exercise. Others want to come and sit and watch TV or just read the newspaper or just watch people walk around. Um, you have a huge group of people that love to come in and play pool. And there's a big poker group. There's a lot of people that do card games. Um, you know, those are the kind of the, we tr trips. Trips everywhere for everybody. Because some people... 
still want to travel, but don't want to drive. Still want to travel far, but don't have a partner to do it with anymore. Yeah. So we really try to think, everybody coming in that building, what did they used to do? I love asking people, what were your favorite things to do? And recreate it in a space to safe. Yeah. So there's a ton of programs. Um, and then we launched all of our services programs back in um, 2014, 15, and that's a whole plethora of, pro of support services for folks. But there's things, there's music programs. We have live, we just had live music in there. We always have food options. Um, well, yeah. one of the things I thought that you, that was nice what you did, and this was early on, was the restaurants that would put a dinner on every month because a lot of seniors, you know, can't, they're on a limited budget and they can't get out to go to nice restaurants and you had made a deal with a bunch of the restaurants to come in and cook and have the seniors have a meal and uh, you know what a great what a great program that is one of the things that surprised me um, early was people people love company like you said they love being around people and we used to have so many people that would just like to come in in the morning for coffee mm -hmm. and the pastry that is donated by or that you get from Price Chopper and the other stores. But they just like to come in, sit, and talk with each other, and and that would make them happy for the day and to get that socialization that you mentioned, you know. And it doesn't take much for um, seniors to have people to talk to uh, that you mentioned. And I, I you know... Uh, the programs are awesome. I mean, you know, we talked about some some of the ones that you have. That, uh, they change every month, but I mean, every month you have probably thirty or forty different things that you do. The trips are the one that interests me. You have short trips, uh, local, and maybe not local, local, but you go far away, and then you have some uh, long trips. Yeah, we do. Again, try to meet any gaps, figure out what people like to do. So we have usually two van trips. We have two vans right now. Um, we usually have two van trips uh, throughout the Capital Region area a week and go into different places. Might go down to Troy Music Hall or the, the you know, the Egg or up north or wherever. And, um, and so those are run by volunteers as well, the volunteer drivers. And then we do bus trips, the one-day bus trips. You, people want to go to New York. They want to go to Boston. They want to go to Philly. We go to Newport. We go up. We usually do a leaf-peeping kind of a trip. Um, and then we do the excursions because, like I said, there's still a lot of people. So many people have been caregivers or something, and then they lose someone, but they still have, want to travel, but they don't have anyone to travel with. Right. So, yeah, we travel all over the, all over the country, all over the world. And the benefit is to meet somebody to travel with. And that's, that's again, going back to our mission, it's really the benefit of the center in general is you might have had a lot of loss, you might, but you're not alone. There's so many people that have, and so you come in and meet a whole new group of friends. Right, and they're lifelong friends that they can work. My aunt, I had an aunt in Saratoga, or Syracuse, and she belonged to three senior groups. Because, you know, when my yeah. uncle died, she loved to travel, and she would go on a lot of trips. And she had so many friends from that that, you know, even her church group used to do trips, and she used to go on. But it's a way, like you said, a, a great way to socialize 
and be a part of something. One of the other things um, that I think the new center offers that the, the, the older one didn't was parking. Uh, the always the parking was always a problem over there and now I read on, on uh, the website that they can park uh, near the pavilion and get a van ride over no okay so parking when we moved that was right. one of my pieces is parking was always an issue at um, 5 William Street and we were really at a max there and believe it or not most of our folks drive in there's a, a big population that take office for the aging transportation or cdta transportation or get rides in but people drive in so that was one of my big pieces is we have to have more parking spots than we had at the other center mm -hmm. so we do have more parking spots yes. than we have at the other center right. however it's busier yeah. you know we added 500 new members since we moved over there so yeah. parking Believe it or not, we just had a big meeting on it yesterday. It's still a major issue. What we, you know, in the old place, they were able to park on the streets. I'm sure some people parked in the, the parking behind the, the businesses next door, right. probably weren't supposed to. And so parking is still an issue. You have the YMCA, right. which has a huge parking lot. And the YMCA has been a great partner. So anybody who's a Y member, Silver Sneakers member, Renew Active member can go into the Y anyway. Mm -hmm. So people can park in front of there. Um, the Y has been great about allowing anyone to go through the Y to cut through and park in their spots as long as they have a, a driver's license. And that's a whole right. different issue um, of just how, who they have to track being in their building for right. children and things like that. Um, so we're all getting creative. You know, it's the beginning of the year. It's great. The wise business has taken off again since COVID, and and that built their buildings free, uh, full. They put not free, <laughs> it's no, no, full, free, right. and they put on a huge addition that's beautiful as well. Um, they there is parking over by the pavilion, like you said. Right. If we go on van trips, it, it, that's what I meant. The van will pick you up over there. Exactly. You don't have to walk. It, we're looking at all options to, again, expand parking or figure out how do we make this better for folks. But, um, again, you build, they will come, and the oh, same yeah. with the Y, and it's exciting, and we're all talking to figure out what do we do the about that. The easiest way, right. Well, you know, we, we mentioned before the show that the big thing in Saratoga is people complain when I moved up here back in the 80s, you know, my wife was from Saratoga, and there's not, Saratoga was nothing like it is today. Not, you know, they sprawled so much. But you can build a parking garage, and there's still not enough parking. And you build another parking garage, and there's still not enough. Parking is an issue all over the place, yeah. you know. So you do the best you can. And I, I remember over on Williams Street, the, the, and if they parked on the street and parked down, they still had to walk to the center in the, in the weather. So it's it's a little closer to going to the Y there. And, you know, they still have the Silver Sneaker Program because that's no cost to seniors if they have a certain insurance, correct? Correct, and we have it as well. Okay. So for a while in the old building, we were working with the YMCA to offer Silver Sneakers and Renew Active classes. And... Um, 
we got our own contract when we moved into the new building. So anyone who has silver sneakers or Renew Active, and what it is is a Medicare Advantage insurance. Right. Um, and yes, it depends which insurance company you have and those kind of things, but it's pretty broad and it's part of Medicare, so 65 plus. Um, but yes, if you have those, you know, and you can go into both buildings and you can come to ours and programs are free for that so well, that's that's great i mean that's it's a big wonderful benefit for seniors that's yes. another i mean that's one of the ten thousand things you offer uh and i mean you can't say enough about the building and the location i mean it's it's really a great location and uh it's exciting you know when again when we vetted a lot of different properties some were um you know, walkability, some were parking, some were who had the space, affordability, um, synergy came back as a big one. And, you know, that property has the walking uh, trails right to the state park. Right. You have Pitney Meadows right across the street that has a 1.7 mile walking track. And, you know, it's becoming a campus, you know, and the y, all the WISE programs. So um, it's really a very cool location. Yeah. Just need a little more senior housing, and I'd be good there. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, that that's probably going to come because uh, baby boomers are are booming, and uh, we need it. I'm one of them, so I I know. And uh, we, we, housing for that group is lacking in Saratoga, so I think we need. You know, that's probably the next growth in building. So uh, because so. not all of us can live in a condo, so. Um, I hope so. It's it's definitely a need out there, and and there's so many communities, very cool programs on um, just senior communities with housing and right. you know affordability and um, yeah. I think there's definitely a need. There's some good ones we sure. have here, but there's not enough. Right now, to take advantage of all the programs, and we'll get into some of them. Um, what's the membership cost the year? It's thirty five dollars for the year, but we have scholarships. There is absolutely no reason whatsoever anyone cannot access our programs, the building, or any services we offer. All of our services are free. So, again, there's no barrier whatsoever. And you think $35 a year isn't much. You're going to spend that going out for a bite to eat these days. But for people living on a fixed income... Mm -hmm. And in subsidized housing and things like that, it's a big deal. And those folks need it more than anybody. Sure. So some people might not look at $35 a year as expensive and others might. Mm -hmm. But it's, again, there's not a barrier. We, we write grants. We, get, we do fundraising all the time, all to provide free services and scholarships. Okay. Yeah, that's, you know, you, you can't beat that. And, and seniors... Uh, like you said, nobody can go without being becoming a member, and you know I, your booming membership. I think shows that uh, you know because I know all walks of life. Like you said, not everybody can afford the thirty-five a month. That means a, a, a year, seniors a year. I'm sorry, uh, you know it means a lot to some people, and uh, that's great. They offer scholarships. Let us talk about some of the programs you offer because I know there's some that every year uh, that you have pretty standard every year like the tax program that usually goes every year and the food program and the trips 
Um, I saw an interesting one, and I was going to ask you about this. You have a gentleman coming in this month and twice, I think, uh, about Apple computers. Yeah. Uh, are you going to have one with uh, PCs? You know, we, I have no clue about apples. We do. Um, he's a volunteer. Yeah. And um, we do a lot of tech assistance. So we'll, we are always looking for college volunteers, high school volunteers to come in. And you have a new phone, no matter what it is. You have a, um, you know, a laptop. You, you don't have anything. You want to come in and learn how to set up an email. Whatever it is, we always have volunteers that will work one-on-one doing any kind of tech assistance. But then there was this niche on Apple, and it was a volunteer who said, can I teach these Apple um, classes? And we said, sure. So, um, so that's his thing. But anyone out there that needs any kind of assistance with any kind of form or format, platform, phones, anything can call. And we seek out volunteers. We work really closely with Skidmore College, mm-hmm. um, their social work department, other de- any department to come in. We have interns in all the time. We have volunteers in all the time. The high school students are, they got to get their National Honor Society yeah. hours in, they key need, club, right. participation in government students. They all come in. Uh, Saratoga Independent School comes in. And we use those students to help match them up with seniors just to even have a conversation or help with their phones. Sure. I know the Key Club because I'm in Kiwanis and we sponsor the Saratoga Club. So every month one of them comes to the meeting and they give us a recap on what they do. The, probably the number one thing that you're looking for in the way of um, people helping out are volunteers, correct? Yeah, we have, um, I haven't even touched on our services. And so we have a whole service component. When I first started there, one of my f- first days there, I called Skidmore College, the head of the social work department, because I had been working with them for years, and I said, Pete, do you have an intern for me? Do you have a volunteer? And they started coming over and because I said, there's a lot of people in here who need help. So we've always worked with the social work department, and they send us students every semester, and we pair them up with people in a variety, whatever their needs are. So that was the start of my advocacy program, information or referral and advocacy, and it was done with students and volunteers. We hired a, um, eventually hired a part-time volunteer, or advocate, excuse me, um, and very busy. People come in, we're a natural feeder program. We're a natural, people know senior centers exist all over the place. Mm -hmm. People walk in and say, I need help with, anything fill in the blank and we'll instantly put them with this um, advocate who will help them after that we started our community connections program the community connections program is a volunteer match program we recruit we train volunteers to work to help it's almost like a big brothers big sisters program but with an older adult we we do Friendly visiting. We're not trying to be a home health aide, but we supplement that. So friendly visiting to check on people, um, rides to doctor's appointments and transportation to wherever. Go get your hair done still. You can't drive, but you still want to feel good about life. Go get your um, groceries. Go to the pharmacy for you, whatever it is. We'll match volunteers up with that. Um, 
we've expanded that and it started with the Skidmore uh, athletic department mm -hmm. that we go out. People have to age in place many times because they can't afford to do anything else. You know, I, I think one of my first eye-opening experiences when this woman who lived at StoneQuest and she needed, she couldn't live there anymore. She needed more support systems. I'm so like, let's get her some help. And you can't afford to do it. I mean, it's great if you can, but other people can't afford it. So right. what do we do? We help people age in place by doing all these services. So Skidmore's athletic department every year goes out with the different teams and they go out and they do yard work. They do all their fall cleanup and which is a big deal sure if you want to be in your house and you still can't get out there and rake and do those things and you can't afford to do it. Um, now we partner with the Giving Circle and many families. Um, Hoffman Car Wash is one. We'll come and, and we take care. We do spring cleanup and fall cleanup in people's homes. Um, we do a lot of holiday assistance. They go out and they carol and give um, holiday gifts to people who are alone, alone and have no one else. Um, and then... Probably the most recent program we started a couple of years ago, it's called Senior Life Transitions. And it's, it's working with people with serious illness that need a lot of navigation. And that could be a crisis situation that all of a sudden somebody falls and there's nothing going on and the family doesn't live around here or they don't have resources or they have the resources but they don't know have the connections to know what to do. So we go into the homes we work very closely with their doctors, with their care managers at maybe their health insurance companies, and find go into the home and do a full assessment. What's going on? What do they need? Connect them to the Alzheimer's Association. Connect them to Office for the Aging. Connect them to any kind of veterans, maybe. Um, what are the benefits? And we put a care plan in place that we can hand off to a doctor that gets 15 minutes with someone and doesn't get the full picture and now they have a full picture or can advocate for them with any one of these services and in the pilot program they served 165 people mm. of those 65 were able to be connected with other services and a hundred there were gaps and we filled those gaps with volunteers and to be a volunteer you can just say I'll, yeah I, I have an hour free here and there great you don't have to commit to it all the time, or you can really commit. There's so many volunteers, and that's just in services. There are so many volunteer opportunities, but we couldn't do it without our well, community yeah. and without volunteers. Yeah, it's a, there's always a need, especially in a, in an outlet like senior uh, citizens. Um, it's, you know, people don't realize I'm involved with Skidmore a little bit and, and some things, and... Um, don't realize what these students do up here. I mean, they're, they're awesome. Amazing. They really are. Even the high school kids. I know they have to fulfill a certain amount of volunteer work, but I'll tell you, they are awesome. They really are. And you talked about the dinners program. Yeah. yeah so we'll, we'll that was started by a Skid, that now, was started by a Skidmore. So many of our programs were started by Skidmore program Skidmore students that we continued mm -hmm. to to utilize. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they. Even here, they, they do so much for the community, not just the senior center. They're, they're an awesome group of kids. Uh, some people have a slanted outlook on Skidmore students. Oh, no, I love them. But I'll tell you <laughs> something. They are some of the nicest kids you ever wanted to meet, and they're very involved in the community. So um, 
you know, but volunteering is is a special thing, and it can you, you can do a couple hours, or like you said, or you can you know if you're retired, you can volunteer as much as you want, and and that gives you a sense of uh, pride in yourself too, and to meet people. And oftentimes with these volunteers, you know, the semi-retired, the retired folks who are just trying to give back. It's amazing. My front desk is run by volunteers. The van drips are driven by volunteers. Our little library is run by volunteers. Most of our food programs and things are run by volunteers. It's all volunteers. A lot of our instructors, our art instructors, our exercise, our volunteers. People still, the biggest group of volunteers are folks that are 50, 60 and above. Sure. And want to give back and have the time and have the means to and and it's a great way to get involved because then you age with us yep. and you help share kind of the wealth of what's out there. And I honestly, I don't think you could run as many programs as you do without volunteers. You, I mean, you can never afford to pay uh, people to do all the things that you do. And, and it's amazing. Never. It's, it's half of what we do is based on the volunteers in there. There's no way. If you had to staff all of that, I mean, we have a, we've built up staffing. Yes, mm -hmm. you still have to run a business and run an organization. Right. But everything is delegate to a volunteer, recruit a volunteer, train a volunteer. That's how you get it done. That's the only way to, right now, there's not enough money to go around to serve this population. Oh, no. No, you can never do it. I mean, you offer so much, and, and all honesty, you just couldn't do it. Give us some of the programs you have. Uh, I mean, there's so many that uh, it's amazing. You know, I touched on the categories. Arts, exercise, games, food, that kind of thing. Um, doing more with music, Cafe Lena sometimes, and partnering in the community. We partner with SPAC. If you're a member of the Senior Center, you get nearly half-price tickets to some of the orchestra and the ballet. And that's just a collaboration. You know, Cafe Lena, they have an artist in town, and sometimes they'll send them up to perform with us. And we have, you know, learn or Spanish speaking, beginning, intermediate. You have somebody teaching guitar lessons. You've got ukulele, um, all of those. Um, you know, there's, there's just a plethora of programs. And then you, you have specials every month. So we have, you know, Charlie Kunzel. He, Charlie is... With the historical society, he was a he was a um, teacher in the high school, and he comes in all the time and does history. Saratoga, we around the track, we'll bring in folks. Tom Durkin will come in, people from West Point come in, and they'll do programs on horse racing and and embracing the local community. Um, some of the things we want to get into in the future. Um, is we partner a little bit with the New York State Office for the Aging as well as the county, but um, they're doing a new program that's coming soon on people who can't travel um, but still want to experience the world. It's ca called, um, oh my gosh, Live, Discover Live. Okay. Sorry, no, total blank on that one. We lose words discover, all the time. Discover Live. So in the demo that was showed to us, we actually experienced the um a christmas market and over in europe okay. and you you're it's live broadcasting Whoa. of the market they take you around you're seeing everything you feel that you're there so that's going to be starting 
this winter. Um, I think next month, actually. Well, that's, that's neat. Really cool. So a lot coming. Um, we built a kitchen because we do do the free lunch program. Sure. We do do our dinners program. Big shout out to Sully and O'Brien. And mm -hmm. he, he comes in every other month yeah, and does awesome. a, a dinners program. Last month, I think we had the stadium. We've had um, it, it, DZ restaurants come in all the time. All the restaurants, they come in once a month. That's all we ask. Once a year, that's all we ask. And they do a program um, for the dinners. That was started by a Skidmore student. Um, but food is big. But we built a cafe. So we oh, will be in the next couple months putting it out there and renting it out and operating a cafe. If you remember the YMCA on Broadway. Yes. My kids all grew up there, and they would go after school, and they'd spend a couple hours doing whatever, swimming, playing basketball. They had a little cafe, and the little cafe had a pool table, and it had a computer back in the day, and the kids would go and get snacks and do whatever. We're right next to the high school. Those students leave the high school. I watch them walk by our windows and go to the Y, and the Y fills up with students. Imagine having a cafe they can access. Sure. Um, the older adults having a something, somebody at the Y, you know, kids are in swimming pool and they get out and they're starving or the parents are waiting around while the kids are doing activities and you can access some kind of food. So that is coming and we're really, really excited to bring it back um, to the community. Yeah, that's neat. One of the things in the old center, and probably the new center too, they always had restaurant equipment in the kitchen. Uh, I don't know if you took that with you or we we did not take it with us. Not. We fundraised okay to build an amazing kitchen. All so right. Nancy Bambara, who owns and runs um, part of the DZ restaurants, okay. a very good friend of mine, and she and her partner named the kitchen um, and did a large donation. But Nancy designed the kitchen. It is a and it's. A beautiful commercial kitchen and it was designed so you had a loading dock that you mm -hmm. could still do the, the office for the aging lunch program sure and then we can still do our dinners and our whatever we do mm -hmm. have live music and put out some snacks and things like that but it was also designed so that a cafe could come in and run a full kitchen right in there and so it's beautiful yeah. and we can't wait to get it going but you need it a commercial kitchen it's a beautiful yeah, commercial kitchen yeah you can't run just a regular stove or uh, oh, anything no. like that some of the other programs that i think are pretty neat um the tax program that you have every year uh th these are pretty standard every year yeah um, we we and we save a space literally around our yearly program we have to leave tuesdays open mm -hmm. for a with a room in the building because um AARP recruits volunteers and they run a tax program and we give them free space to come in and do it. And um, from the first week of February, I believe, through tax day in April, they come in every week. They have about eight preparers that do free taxes for people. And, and uh, so they service probably about 40 people a week. Wow. Yeah. And what that's... Free of charge. That's free of charge. We provide. There's so many agencies we partner with. Yeah. Alzheimer's Association. We give them free office space. They come in and they provide free programs. 
Office for the Aging, free lunch program, AARP. They provide the free tax program. So there's so we, that's part of what we do. That's sure. part of the whole fundraising and all of that yeah. is to bring other community services in. We have a physical therapist on site now. Really? Yeah, they rent space. Right. They're not one of our programs. Right. But they're, the idea is if you can get somebody there. To offer that There's service. food, there's physical therapy, there's programs, there's services, there's everything there in one spot. So some of the health insurance companies come in, give Medicare um, information. Um, and that's a big one. There's, Medicare information is a big one. So the seniors. county, yeah. I want to make sure people know, you, you know, the county does free Medi and it's a big part of what they do. They do free um, Medicare uh, counseling advice, mm -hmm. um, and without going to different, you know, health insurance companies. They're coming in in February because what people don't know is, even if you pick a Medicare Advantage program or a, a Medicare program, and you, or you stay with the same one you're in, you can change the majority of. Pro, of uh, programs you can change once throughout the year. <clears throat> I think I'm not a specialist, right. not trying to be. I believe you can change by March 31st. Um, and if you have Epic, it changes that. Um, again, yeah. the Office for the Aging can give you all of that detail, but we're doing a program in February. You can see the February newsletter that the Office for the Aging is coming in to educate on that. Because what happens, and it happens with my parents, is if they stay with the same insurance company, the insurance companies, their, their medicines may go sky high the next year. They oh, may yeah. change their plans. Yeah. So you may have to change it. I, I change my father's every year based on how much um, his medicines cost. Right. And, <clears throat> and also, I know there's one that there, a lot of doctors' offices aren't accepting anymore. So if you, uh, yeah, if you don't, keep checking every year you lose out you may lose out on something yeah and you know there's a couple of big i mean i'm not i won't get into it here but people should right. ask but there's a couple of big national providers that are leaving our marketplace in saratoga county and people don't know that right so you may that's why we're doing this program in february because all of a sudden in june your doctor may not take that insurance participate in that yeah. and if people aren't aware of what that is and what's happening it's um it's very worrisome i really encourage uh, we're going to do a lot of marketing to try to get the word out for people to come to sure. this program because there is a massive change in our market coming this year well we do public service announcements here so that would be one um if you send that to me um you know we can announce that during our radio shows and uh you know any anytime you have a public service um thing coming up <clears throat> Email it to me, and I know Homer, the the fellow that does the show after this, will uh, incorporate it in his PSAs also. That would be great. So, you know, we'd be glad to do that for you. Um, one of the other things that um, I think is uh, pretty neat is the safety driving course. Uh, yeah, we, we used to do it all the time, mm -hmm. and then it stopped. Mm -hmm. Um, that AARP does that as well. Okay. Um, and it stopped during COVID a lot changed with that. And then yeah. they went online. So I believe this is the first 
maybe the second one we've offered in years. And again, it's not us offering it. It's AARP. Right. We're just giving them the free space to do it. Sure. I think there's a cost to that for them, but um, I don't. But yes. Yeah, I, I don't think it's an exorbitant cost. I mean, it's very, very uh, yeah cost. Now, I I don't know if that's the one where if you take it, you get a break off of yes. your insurance. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I mean that's that's a great program. I mean it's uh, anytime you can save money, uh, just like the insurance uh, Medicare thing. Anytime you can save money, it's worth taking advantage of because the cost that you offer that to people is minimal. Yeah. I mean it really is. And um, somewhat, what are the other, some of the other uh, we had, monthly things you had? You had talked about and brought up, and I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself no, here. No, no, no. But on. some of our peer support groups are really important. Um, we have, a, we call it a chit-chat group. Okay. And it's a... Um, it's just an informal gathering. I, I, there was a reminiscing group. We did things with music. So it's just getting together with a group of people and, you know, they'll pick a topic. Where were you when? Or when this, what does this music remind you of? Or, you know, things like that. And it's really a reminiscing kind of a chit-chat group. And it's really a great way to meet new people. And to, and, you know, and listen, we're all getting older and our memories... Um, <laughs> Are not what they were, but staying sharp matters. Um, So that's one of our our groups. We do a lot with Alzheimer's. We have an Alzheimer's caregiver support group. We have, and that's for the caregivers. We have a memory cafe, and that's also Alzheimer's. We work with volunteers in the Alzheimer's Association to do that. That is where um, the caregiver with their loved one comes in together and all a bunch of people in the room get together and you don't you don't know who has dementia and you don't know who is because you're just doing activities together sure so it's a really social activity we have a grief and loss group um and i believe the hospital is going to start coming in next month maybe and do a bariatric um support group there we have a parkinson's support group okay and so you know we're open to housing all of these and expanding these. It's it's ways to meet people, and there's so many people that have lost people. Oh, most definitely. Issues. Yeah, well, yeah, it is. I, I mean, we live older today uh, because of our medicine system and, and mm-hmm. doctors, so people are living older, and they need um, help in, in some areas, you know, because a lot of people lose spouses at an older age. and that Some of the... Um, I love some of the arts programs that you have because if, let's say, I loved to paint when I was younger, I, I mean, you offer classes for that. The the art studio, it was an interesting transformation or evolution over to there. Um, we always had a pretty successful clay arts program. When I came in, there there weren't a lot of programs 14 years ago. And I reached out to a friend of mine, and I said, I have all these supplies in this building. Can you get it started? And that's really how we started our clay arts program 14 years ago. Um, They probably did it many, many years before that, but not in a while. And so we have a pretty successful, so the kiln came over with us. Oh, good. And um, we do a decent amount with uh, mosaics. We had at one time had stained glass and glass fusion classes. We want to bring some of that back. So that all still exists. Um, 
what we tried to build in this building was an art studio that any mediums can come in. There's a number of different people who have come to the forefront since came in and they walked in this building and in this room and they're like, this is spectacular. I had a, I have two art retired art teachers that are like, this is amazing what we could do with it. So we're just touching the iceberg, right? You know, the tip of the iceberg right now to try to expand those. Um, Logan is our program director and, you know, we've added, we're, we're doing beading every month. We're doing, we have somebody coming in doing stamping and card making. We have a Skidmore student that's coming in and doing uh, slate painting with, you know, the, the slates. Somebody donated sure. some slates and they do some painting on that. We have um, watercolor workshops. We've got... Um, I know, uh, like the book club. The book club. There's always a book club there. Um, we have card reader that comes in once a month we have a barber that comes in once a month and um you know so there's just really really cool things there's a rug hooking group and this this isn't your old looping kind of thing they make spectacular art really? there's um still knit and crochet but a lot of people are coming to logan we you know they want to get into quilting and sewing and I, I, i'm Personally, I'm more on the exercise front, so yeah. I'm not the creative of the world. But yeah. there are a lot of creatives out there, and we want them to come to us, and we can offer space, especially some things in the evenings and maybe on some weekends that are people that are still working that would like to take things. So yeah. that's a big art. This is a big growth area for us going into it. I want, I, that tarot. Uh, tarot cards? Reader, yeah, uh, she can tell me who my guests are going to be uh, so that I can line them up. There you, know? you go. Yeah. She's um, pretty interesting. It, it's for she? some people and not for others, but right. it's, it's it's pretty fun. Well, it's a class. I mean, yeah, yeah you want to appeal once a to, month and Yeah, you want to appeal to various uh, groups of people. I mean, uh, one of the things, too, is uh, I, that I love that is a new one is the lantern uh, making workshop. That's brand new, and we had a gentleman. We actually had a couple people come to us. Um, the Arts Council gives out grants to artists, and we also typically receive some kind of art grant. But the Arts Council gives out grants to artists, and artists will come to us and ask if they can host some of their shows work, there or yeah. their work or projects there. So this gentleman approached us about making these lanterns. He's applied for a grant for, through the Arts Council, but he wants to do it before he even does starts that program all the art in our um dining room is beautiful um terry lynn i don't know if it, you know terry lynn but she has worked on it alpine forever and ever and ever but okay. she's a photographer she's she loves the art and she did a project last year through the arts council grant where it was um and part of it was through skidmore was a compost Project. So okay. she went to people like Lily and the Rose and Hattie's Skidmore who have compost programs and she collected all their compost and she laid it out in these beautiful, beautiful patterns and then photo uh, photographed them and made this art out of it. And she had a show at the senior center and the art is still hanging there because there were donors. I was, once it got up there, we're like, we have to find a way to keep this. So several donors came forward and bought the art so we could keep it there at the oh, center. Neat. And Terry Lynn really started all that. So 
we again going back to partnering with other community members yeah. um, but the lantern making is brand new we'll see i think he does i don't want to speak for him somebody could call the center and we can connect you but um i think he does this lantern um project on beekman street and maybe February or April or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it could be really cool. We're yeah. excited about it. Well, I, I can believe it. Now, the exercise programs still like the, um, I can't remember Healthy the Bones. It okay. was osteo. It used to be back in the day. The county, we provide free space to the county office for the aging. Okay. And they run two pro, some, a couple Healthy Bones programs, it's called now. Um, Aiden from 518 has been donating his time for probably 10, 12 years, and he comes and does a strength training um, program for older adults. Yoga, Pilates, meditation, um, Zumba, yep. country line dancing, soul line dancing, you name it, it's there. And um, a lot of those are grant-funded. A lot of them come from volunteers. A lot of them are paid instructors. Once we got the silver sneakers back and going in October, um, a lot of silver sneakers classes. So, and we're growing, um, bringing in a new instructor. Everything is meant to be with your peers. It's really important. I, you know, you can go to studios all over the place and right. you can go to the Y. We encourage, you know, they're our partner, uh, not our, they're, they're our neighbor. And, um, but doing it just with your peers, being able to say, you know, I'm, I'm hurting today. I need to sit and do this exercise. All of our instructors will modify their classes. You can, some can be on the ground, some at yoga, some might not want to be on the ground. They could sit in a chair and do it. Yeah. So well, that was it, the one thing. It's I remember. geared specifically. Yeah. I remember that, um, the chair exercises and I always remember they got up and walked around the chairs and, um, just to get moving around and, and some exercises uh, means a lot to seniors. Okay. It know? does. It, it's very, very important. Yeah. Um, we have about four minutes, so why don't you do a final shout-out? Okay. Well, I just want people to know how to find us. It's really important. Um, or if you need help or you just want to find us. We built the new building at 290 West Avenue attached to the back of the YMCA. It's a new building. We face Pitney Meadows Farm, so we're west-facing, but it's got its own entrance. Um, we, you, we have a website. It's saratogaseniorcenter.org. Our phone number is 518-584-1621. If you need help with anything, you can call or, or come in. We couldn't do what we do without volunteers. Please, if you have any interest in volunteering in any of the things we talked about, reach out to, through any of those means and we also couldn't do what we do without our donors oh, exactly. to have this be affordable um, and just a thank you to all of our major donors yeah. and, it, and if you want to donate to this please reach out to us okay, why don't you give us the phone number and your email address again okay it was 518-584-1621 okay. and again the website I think for anything is um saratogaseniorcenter.org you can reach out to us there um, yeah we really look forward to hearing from people and like I say you know um, programs you know there's programs that are the same every month of the year and there's programs that change every month so um, you don't have to be tied into the same thing all, you know every month and that makes it 
fresh and, and renewing and your van trips are interesting because the cost of those uh, is everything that you offer is minimal cost i mean uh, if you had to pay to go on some of these trips it would be a fortune yeah. and uh, the center offers them for a minimal charge uh, I, I see you got one coming up at proctor's in june beetlejuice yeah. and uh, that that should be a fun time yeah we we send them down to proctor's and um but we try. We try to do all that, and yeah. and it's and there's so much more to come. You know, we want to look into opening in the evenings, and that'll bring a whole other group of programs sure. and activities. And you need more volunteers for that. And we need more volunteers for all that, right. and donations. Lois, <laughs> thank you for being here today. Thank and you, Rick. We could talk on another show about half of the stuff we didn't get to today, I so I appreciate you being here. Thank you very much okay. for having me. All right, now we're going to...